This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast Welcome to 2023 And welcome to today's guest, a good friend friend of mine, a content manager at Betches Media, and of course, most importantly, a fellow Bravo-holic. Hi, Samantha Bush. Hi, happy 2023. Happy 2023. You were uh, one of the final guests we had in 2022, which was a couple weeks ago, a month yeah. ago. I don't even... I don't. It could have been a, yesterday. Time is a flat circle. I don't know mm-hmm. when anything happened, but I'm glad that you're here today to help kick off the new year me too with our recording difficulties uh starting the first (laughs) starting the first episode of the year off strong we were only 17 minutes late in getting this recording off the ground which you know can only go up from here yeah exactly exactly um we have a lot to talk about there has it's been a couple weeks since i recorded first and foremost like 24 hours after I recorded my final episode for 2022, of course, they dropped the New Jersey trailer, of course. Um, which I'm happy for it whenever it happens, but mm-hmm. I'm less happy for it when it happens at an inconvenient time for me. Mm-hmm. And I was literally sitting in my seat on my plane to go home as mm-hmm. the trailer was dropping. Got the news. So I'm like, I'm like sitting there on my phone. If anybody on the plane was watching me, they probably thought that I was unwell because <laughs> I'm like trying to like screen record, download a video, like crop a video. The life of a content manager. I'm on, like... I'm on like three different apps formatting this thing, trying to get just like something before posted before I am in the air and <laughs> on airplane mode. Because yeah. I, even if you have plane Wi-Fi, I'm like, I don't trust we're not uploading no. reels from no the air. i especially where you were going i don't feel like it was like super long flight so it's kind of nice to like just decompress and not really have to worry about your phone when yes. you're in the air right like if i'm not actively supposed to be working i don't need to buy the plane wi-fi no like, that's we're good extra. and how like, good is it anyways like exactly um but this new jersey trailer it looks spicy we've waited a long time it's here We have, okay, I was thinking about this. One of the first thoughts that crossed my mind when I saw all these gorgeous, glamorous new cast photos that look very... Oh my God, um, pristine. It's like very Real Housewives of Miami, Mm Peacock-era-esque, and I approve. Bravo was like, I gotta step it up. We have nine women in the New Jersey cast this season, and they have never before had this many official cast members. Seven housewives, two friends. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what Jersey has been needing, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think I'm a little weary of the new girls just because I always am. Um, because I always like look at their social media and I see what they've got going on. And I always kind of like have a little bit of side eye. But 
I do think New Jersey needed a little something. We need drama other than Teresa and Melissa, which people always say that they're so sick of that, but I could watch it forever, but we need other drama too. I can't just have that be like the focus. Yes, it's interesting. So our two new housewives are Danielle Cabral, which we have another Danielle in Jersey. It's Mm -hmm. uh, big shoes to fill. Honestly, bring Danielle Stop back. I don't care. And Rachel Fuda. And like you were saying, their social media, it's interesting. They have pretty opposite social media presences because Mm -hmm. Danielle Cabral, she has 37.7K followers and her display name on Instagram is The Bougie Mama. And... (laughs) So her, you know, she has like a um a like cartoon picture of her and her family as her profile picture. Her bio is New Jersey extra AF wife slash mom entrepreneur, RHO and JC 13, owner of at Bougie Kids Inc. I'm assuming that's like a boutique because what else would it be? Yeah. Um, watch my IG stories, hashtag funny and hashtag relatable, future hashtag Emmy winner. Um, and then her website is www.daniellecabral.com. Like she has, she's she's been, been ready for this. Uh-huh. She's been waiting her whole life. Whereas, I believe she also has a lot of like her and her husband do a lot of like comedy work on their yeah. Instagram. Rachel Fuda still even a, a couple weeks after this announcement only has like six thousand followers. Her um her bio is just you know R H O and J wife, mama, you know, some initials of her kids. Like, it's a lot simpler. Yeah. (laughs) And the thing about the New Jersey girls that I love is, like, they don't really get in the social media mess too often. Like, they're still just posting pics of their kids' football games and, like, being chill. And so I'm a little nervous about this Danielle. She's not giving me energy that I want from a housewife personally so far just from looking at her social media i don't want it to go the influencer route like this isn't the bachelor so i don't know i'm nervous that's an interesting point compared to a lot of the other cities where the women they've cast in recent years have been kind of cookie cutter ready to go influencer wannabes Mm -hmm. jersey has never really had anyone with that energy on the cast i think you know if you cast somebody like Melissa today, maybe that would be what she was bringing. But she was mm-hmm. cast way back before that was right. even a thing. And so that is kind of an interesting thing. And as we talk about like the New York reboot and are these all just is it just for influencers? That'll be interesting to see that energy with like Dolores and Margaret, who, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they participate in social media, but they don't give a fuck about it in the same way that some of these they don't have emmy do. winner on in their bio sorry future hashtag emmy winner future. I think you're... so sorry so sorry i am excited in the trailer though we get some good little sneak peeks of mm-hmm. rachel getting into it with both jennifer and Teresa, uh danielle getting into it with jackie like they i think they found two new people we'll see how much we like them overall but they definitely are getting into the mix and seem like they have kind of worked their way into the group Mm -hmm. in a way that at least is encouraging. And, you know, uh, I've been um, mourning the loss of my Jackie. Mm. Um, She's not passed, but she's not full time, I believe. And she's it's really upsetting to me because I feel like she had some riveting storylines last year. She was so vulnerable. She was giving us something different um, and raw energy. And I'm disappointed in Bravo's decision. I'm disappointed. Jackie has said that part of why she 
um, you know, took a step back or was demoted was, was because she was working so much on her recovery. And so I'm pretty optimistic about how much she's going to be around because it really did seem when they were filming, like she was in every group photo. Right. I imagine Evan is still pretty close with the guys. Mm-hmm. She was still. She's just not holding the meatball. Right. <laughs> At BravoCon, she was still, you know, on the panel. Mm-hmm. Evan was there. Like it, it didn't seem like there was any kind of real distance between her mm-hmm. and the cast so that makes me happy but i uh, i'm just so so ready to i'm have ready jersey for jersey back. i'm nita it's in a month tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card well with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yes you heard that right you can talk to a human on the discover customer service team anytime So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Before we get into, we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Potomac because I've been, I feel like it's been a few weeks since we've showed them enough love. Yeah. I want to do a little 2023 New Year exercise. I've been seeing all over social media people posting their lists of what is in and what is out for this year. And while I don't really care about people's opinions on workout trends and foods that you're cooking and and Mm -hmm. any of that other bullshit, books you're reading, yeah, like the body keeps the score. Who the fuck get out of here? I am curious in hearing what you think is in and out in the Bravo world for 2023. Okay. Do you want me to start with my ins? Yeah, start with your ins because I have a couple for each also. Okay. My number one in is I want these women recording on their phones. I want them fucking producing. If the cameras are down and shit's popping off, I want them Ashley Darby style in the back of the van recording the ceiling. That is what I need from these women. Yeah, I like that because especially having that Ashley Darby moment and also, you know, when Mia was FaceTiming with Robin and so we were getting like that angle of it too, Mm -hmm. that was so vital to that part of the story coming together. And after the whole Aspen debacle with Kathy and Rinna, it's like, I don't, I'm not interested in doing that again. So I can't, we can't go back there. We're not going to do that again. Um, okay, my so for I did like an in for fans watching the show and an in for women on the show. Oh, okay. My in for the women on the show. Be cringe on TikTok. I want to see it. I want 
I want all the content. I want you to be participating in social media, even if you don't understand it. Giselle's avant-garde TikToks where it's like a a clip of her daughters looking like they want to die and then a weird picture of a house plant. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I want to see on TikTok. I want to see behavior. I want to see Brooks forcing Meredith Marks to be in a TikTok with him. Mm -hmm. Like, that is what I want to see from the Housewives this year on social media. I love that. (laughs) I support that. I think what's in is not watching shows that make you miserable. If you if you haven't enjoyed Vanderpump Rules at all in four years, you don't have to watch it. No. I, I'm excited for it to come back. But if you're not, that's okay. Yeah. And people will do this. You know, people will complain and complain and complain. And it's like, if you, you can be, you can have issues with something and still love it. But if you don't mm-hmm. love it at all, let it go. Let it go. That's why I tapped the fuck out of Winter House. I was like, mm. this is not bringing me joy. This is not bringing me anything but anger. And I tapped the fuck out. And it is what it is. It's a television show, Mama. It's- watch what you want to watch. <laughs> exactly. My other in, I have one more in, and that's just simply Larsa Pippen. Larsa Pippen, we are heading in to her golden years. I'm obsessed with her. Um, she's truly like the perfect housewife in my opinion. Um, anyone who's that like ready at all times to say not even the meanest things to you, but just like really get at you in a way that like I've, I haven't seen in a long time is I find her fascinating. And I also want her in charge of Lisa's divorce because Larsa knows what the fuck to do. Larsa should be like the executor of the estate or however, whatever the that trustee is. Or the or whatever. Trustee. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. Like she needs to, I'm not joking. Like the way that this woman handled her divorce from Scotty Pippen mm-hmm. and the way that she's come out on top, paid for a penthouse, but just selling like pics of her feet. Like she knows what she's doing. I support her and I love her and I just want more of her. I was with friends uh, while I was home at one point and the, um, the dog collars that Larsa has invested in came up uh, like organically oh, in conversation, okay. like the halo dog collar. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, it's this like thousand. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know about that because Larsa Pippen threw a beach party for it. On Real did. Of Miami. did they like it? Do people like these collars? I don't think anybody I was speaking to have the collar, but oh, it's, okay. I think I'm so I'm told it's the collar made by the guy from Dog Whisper, Caesar Milan. So oh. it must be good. It must be. Wow. Okay. As, as a non-avid fan of Caesar Milan, you know dog was she knows what to invest because I got to tell you, I don't think Lisa's going to get a penny out of Lenny. I know, but every look, everything about Real Hustlers of Miami is in. I feel oh, like in, it, in, 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 in. Um. Okay. Now let's get to what's out. I, yeah. For the fans, what's out? is blind loyalty to specific housewives. Regardless of what's happening on the show, standing a housewife, you're allowed to you're allowed to like them at their core, but apologizing for all of their behavior and yelling at people who disagree. Why are you doing it? This person nice. doesn't know you exist. This person they would walk over your dead body on the street. Like they do not They care. are clearly living in their own world. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to enjoy them on TV, but you do not have to apologize for all of their mistakes. No, and just don't be fucking nasty online. Like, mm. if I say, like, you know, I don't like Teresa's dress, for example, that doesn't mean I, like, want her dead. I just don't like her dress. It's not that deep. Ain't that the truth? My out, I have a few on here. My, my number one, 
is we got to take the double standards out um, when it comes to which housewives um, we criticize for certain behaviors because I'm seeing a little bit of some microaggressions happening when it comes to the Real Houses of Potomac versus the Real Houses of New Jersey, for example. Um, the drink throwing by Mia on Wendy, chill the fuck out. We have seen drinks thrown on this show for centuries. And I don't see any women on any cast having an answer for it in the way that these women do. And I just don't like that. It's weird. Mm. Gives weird vibes. I've literally yeah. seen Teresa like pull people's hair, throw cheese. Like it like I've seen these women explode and they don't have to answer for it in any of the same ways. And it mm. bothers me. I also think, yeah, like the if the cast can move on from it, so mm-hmm. can you. Let's move on. And it's been multiple episodes since we've talked about that dinner mm-hmm. in Miami on the show. So why it doesn't need to be the topic of conversation off the show anymore. No. We've moved on. My other one, my hot take, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I don't, I'll going to get your opinion. Um, Salt Lake City's out for me. Out. I mean, I think Jen is about to be in the penitentiary. <laughs> She's about to be in prison. <laughs> I don't know where we go from here with Salt Lake City, oh Dylan. I am at a loss. Yeah. I really was on board with the season and then like the last few episodes, I'm like, fuck. And like seeing like what they're saying in interviews, I'm just like, I don't, I don't get what the fuck's going on. You know what? I realized that I still like before we were sitting, before we were about to record, I went on Peacock just to see, you know, to see what's up, check in with my, my yeah. shows. Yeah. I realized that I never finished the last episode of Salt Lake City when they're in San Diego and Angie K is throwing her like Greek dinner or whatever. I had like 15 minutes left in the episode and I was watching it, I guess, while I was home and I I had to leave the house. Ha- I had to leave or do something. And so I paused it and then I just never finished the episode. And so now I have, I have to do that. Um, but it's like, it's already going in that direction. And then when you take out the whole gen piece, it's like, I, I don't know. I am hoping to be surprised in a good way. Yeah. Like, like I don't want it to go anywhere, but the way yeah. that it's going right now, I'm like, I can't, I don't know if it's giving Dallas, like, I don't know what's going on on the show. Yeah. I, I mean, we did get their reunion looks and everyone was at the reunion except mm-hmm. for Jen, but our three friends are Angie and Angie and Dana were there. <laughs> so We'll see. Maybe somebody will have a standout performance. I we'll see. I would love that. Um, but I do feel like regardless of how the rest of this season and the reunion goes, I think we will be getting a, a longer break from Salt Lake City, which is fine. They need to regroup. That's fine. And we have, I mean, OC, we have coming down the pipeline. Atlanta, we have coming down the pipeline. We've got this New York reboot in the oh, works. We're- gonna be fine we'll be okay we'll be just fine we've still got like 10 episodes of miami left plus a reunion you know there's <gasps> thank god there's, i know oh my god our, our saving grace um i my other out for the housewives yeah. we gotta we gotta stop with the facetune and not i don't mean that you have to stop using it i mean that you have to stop using it in a way that is embarrassing yes i feel like Facetune is enough a part of the cultural conversation now. You know, we we 
know and accept that people are using it. And we love, mm-hmm. you know, Facetune on Instagram. You're great. Never change. But like, I should not feel like I'm looking at a CGI version of Lisa Rinna. Mm-hmm. No, these these women are taking it to another level. They are showing I, us mm-hmm. w- ways to use this app in I can't, I don't know how they would even do that. Like, yeah. Did you see the photo of Phaedra perchance with her oh, boys God. in uh, allegedly Paris? Uh, oh my God, I did. I blocked <laughs> it out of my brain, but it, they were fully just not in Paris. They were fully CGI'd into <laughs> I was so Photoshopped confused. into Paris. Wait, Sam, I was so confused when I saw that because I'm like, this is. It looks like it's supposed to be a joke. Right, but, but I don't nothing, think it was. There's nothing in the post to indicate that it's like, LOL, me in Paris. Yeah, like, LOL, like, wish I was there. Like, nothing. It was like, Merry Christmas from Paris. It's like a worse version of Aubrey <laughs> O'Day yes. photoshopping herself um, into Bali. <laughs> like, yes. Except it's... for those, like, the Aubrey O'Day ones, you actually kind of had to zoom in. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, that's an old photo of her. Or Phaedra and her sons were simply floating, like that. That they were like, not on the ground. Used to be on like photo booth on your laptop, and there would be like the roller coaster background, and it's that's just like it fully like splotchy green screen. <laughs> that's literally what it was. It was a shock. <laughs> um, yeah, they gotta cool it. So, uh, in 2023, maybe Phaedra will be in Paris. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Let's time. hope. Let's hope. God, let's hope. Oh, also, Girls Trip 3. Hopefully. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. Hopefully very in. I feel like Peacock has successfully made me forget how excited I am for that because mm-hmm. it just feels like we haven't had any kind of news since our little since... teaser at BravoCon. Yeah. But maybe, maybe that's for the best because it's like when I forget I have like cash in a drawer or something and then mm, I find it. And I'm like, free money. Like, yeah. this is going to be like a free money kind of show. I I love that. I'm really just trying to be optimistic here. <laughs> I'm excited. I am excited. To watch Alexi and Marisol like react to like yeah. Portia is like funny to me. Before we move into Potomac, last thing about Marisol. I want to get your take because I'm starting to see a little more pushback on social media to the use of drinking as her kind of entire personality on this show and it does feel to me like i think you know the the cup in the confessional it's cute whatever i like that now she has like not just the bedazzled cup but also the bedazzled flask and the bedazzled wine glass like Mm -hmm. get your you know make your brand is strong i appreciate it but it is a little bit like oh but, but you're actually just wasted yeah in every scene and i do I would like to see a different side of her at some point. I think if she was a full-time housewife, I would be like, I hate this so much. Like I would feel a little bit stronger about it, but because she's a friend of, I'm like, whatever, like it's Mm. this little thing that she brings. Like it it seems to me like she just thinks it's like a funny thing and like a shit. No, I agree. I mean, for me, it's less like, Oh, I'm concerned for her and more just like, it gets a little old. It's old. Yeah, no, it's tired for sure. But, um, you know, Miami, like we said, yeah. doing the Lord's work. Yeah. 
Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Also, Potomac still coming in strong. I feel like... You know, it's been the holidays. Everybody's been busy. We haven't been recording and stuff. Uh, there was the Potomac took a week off. The fact that we can't get a new Potomac episode on Christmas Day. Come on. That would have been the best gift. That would have been the gift. To watch this episode on Christmas Day. I would have loved. Oh, my God. So we are uh, barreling toward Karen's live show. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is Her so comedy funny. Show. It is so funny to me watching Karen exist in this space of entrepreneur performer brand whatever Mm -hmm. she considers herself because like she says she's the muhammad ali of live shows and i just i did have to pause and rewind at that part because i was like did i hear that correctly she's got her ladams all all buying the tickets ready Mm -hmm. to go and it's never quite clear to me if she knows what's happening at this live show even at the live show and what is the point of the live show nobody else seems to understand but you know what at the end of the day who gives a fuck who cares i'm sorry this woman's a marketing genius she is a businesswoman and i will not have anyone slander her and truthfully i think if you're buying a show to karen like to see karen huger you kind of know you're going to be getting up to some stuff you know, like, you know that there's going to be maybe some weirdness. Like, you're not expecting it to be so cut and dry, kind of like Robin and Giselle's were or mm-hmm. was. Because theirs is, like, about a podcast. It's, like, a whole different energy. Right. Um, I do think Karen obviously had a better venue. She seemed to have sold more tickets. Um, You know, I was happy to see her thriving up there, you know, for the 45 seconds that she was on stage. Yeah, I think Giselle and Robin would have had a much better go of it if they had done a venue like a that. A different or like, venue. You know, yeah. like, they should be 
upstairs you of can't the city do, like, winery, Carnegie not Hall. like in the theater like, part of it. You right. Know? That's like us going to MSG. Like it just we would be like there would be four <laughs> rows of people. <laughs> right. Like you gotta you gotta go to an appropriately intimate space mm-hmm. where people can have a cocktail, right. maybe get an appetizer, just mm-hmm. enjoy themselves. Get a sampler. It's, it's so much more fun to invite the rest of the women and to film at that because they're talking and mingling and then later fighting. You know, it's just... Yeah, they're at a table. They're like able to speak. It's like when they're in a row together, it's like you can't film that really. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Were you aware before this episode of the existence of Ashley's PYTs or is that completely new? That's brand new. Never okay. heard of that. Never seen it. I'm confused. Just the way they are speaking about themselves as a collective, as the pretty young things. And then oh, like this is like a known girl group. And then, apparently. And then when Giselle arrives, they are now the pretty little things. Yeah. Which it's like you can just, just keep it to be what did Giselle call herself? She called herself like pretty little hot mama thing <laughs> or something like Giselle. Like, my God. It's oh, so nuts. No. And, um, you know, Ashley is just a perfect housewife to me. She's messy. She's so in so in the mix, like tries to be hands off. I mean, it's really, but also tries to be so hands on. Like it's I love her. I mean, we needed a way in this season to bring Miss Deborah back into the picture. And oh, she like barrels through that door this episode. She is the Kool-Aid man. Like she is busting down this wall because you know at the earlier in the season when people were throwing out these rumors and accusations about chris bassett it's kind of this anonymous figure ashley's friend who heard Mm -hmm. something or chris said something or was being handsy flirting you know whatever the actual wording was Mm -hmm. it was like oh my friend said this my friend said that it's not like Oh, you know Deborah. Deborah said this, but mm-hmm. this episode, Deborah is there. She is hungry for it, and she. You know. I, I. These are the kind of people that I want on this show. Like these are the kinds of like friends of side characters that I just love because it's so fucking obvious, like what they're doing. Like, I don't even think she's trying to be a housewife. Like, I think she just wants to be a mess on this show and wreak havoc in Candace's life on behalf of Ashley Darby. Mm-hmm. I, it, watching the footage of her interaction with Chris, and as far as we know, maybe oh there was more, more of an interaction that wasn't filmed, but mm-hmm. this was all that was captured. She's making it sound like he is making some brazen innuendo about how all the Chris's act the same and this is somehow a sexual thing or you know deeply flirtatious <laughs> in the video literally all I interpreted him saying was like oh you're married to a guy named Chris my name is Chris lots of guys named Chris yeah like, he's like it. oh okay like Chris is a popular name like moving <laughs> on also I just think that if the producers of Potomac had footage like of him acting up in any way we would have seen it i have heard hot mic moments of michael darby allegedly squeezing the ass of someone on production okay i we have seen things on this show if they had it we would have seen it in my opinion and this man was not sidling up to deborah you know trying to talk to her he was like on his phone not looking at her and being polite mm-hmm. simply being polite like oh your husband's name is chris that's nice like moving on 
Speaking of Michael Darby, I did love that that oh, was God. Ray Huger's reference point for what Grinder was. <laughs> Being like, did it? Uh, did did Michael Darby do that at one point? And Karen's like, well, I said that. <laughs> She's like, well, not really, but that's what I think. Your husband's on the grinder. On the grinder, and um, and Matt having to explain that the grinder is not really underground; it's just like a thing. Pretty much just a thing, yeah. Oh, I love. <laughs> I love their dynamic between Karen and Ray. It really gets me good. Ray is pretty clocked in this season. Like he's there. He's having a good time. Mm-hmm. He seems to be pretty with it. You know, at the show, he looks like he's having a lot of fun. I know. He looked like he was like, he's so jolly. I he's know. having the best time. He's seeing his, his woman on the stage thrive. I was dying when they were clocking how much time Karen had spent on stage. On stage. <laughs> <laughs> and half of it most uh, n- more than half of it was that panel discussion where it's like wait why are we having jasmine masters and this comedian answer Give people's advice. life questions yeah, i was like i don't know about this but okay <laughs> it's crazy fucking crazy i did think also so the pyts not only are talking about chris and deborah but they're also saying that eddie was somehow involved happy in this eddie? whole thing they're calling him happy eddie um and Ashley is like, well, I mean, of course now I have to tell Wendy about this. And I I have really done sort of a 180 on Wendy from the beginning mm. of this season. I was not feeling her at the beginning of the season. I thought in Miami she handled herself well. And I thought that continued at this lunch with Ashley because she was had not a concern in the world about this happy Eddie rumor. And I'm like, yes, girl, <laughs> keep your peace. Yeah. Yeah. Go about She's flying your above. She's like, wait, 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 wait. So the extent of this quote unquote rumor is that he was smiling at people and being mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's like, yeah, pretty much. She's like, okay. It's like, Ashley, your husband was out there just doing God knows what. And swinging there's real footage. <laughs> He's swinging his dig across Instagram. As Karen Huger said, but you're going to accuse people's husbands of cheating because they're smiling at you like are you okay i just don't get it like and the thing is is it's so transparent like that's the thing like it's just obvious that they're just trying to come for someone's marriage again and -hmm. it's like that's just what they do yeah there's really nothing going on there right and the fact that 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 lunch was only shown in a flashback when wendy was talking to eddie about it right that says all you need to say about this is a non-issue. They're trying to rock the boat with Wendy. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go back and <laughs> try and do it some more with Candace. And to Candace's credit, I thought she handled the presence of Deborah spectacularly. <laughs> she was oh, not giving Ms. Sesame Street character one ounce, one moment nothing. of her time, one bit of her attention. When Ashley's like, oh, have you met my friend Deborah? Like, not one moment of concern from Candace because she just like we don't have it you know it's not today no and the thing that got me so fucking good is when Candace if Candace ever looked at me the way that she was looking at Deborah I would turn (laughs) into stone and you would never see me again she was looking at her like you really fucking think that my husband would ever ever do that and then the little moment with Mia where she was like, oh, that's the girl that they're talking about. And Candace <laughs> was like, mm-hmm. And she was like, and she laughed. She was like, 
like, get the fuck out of here. Like, it's so funny. She was literally paying this woman dust. And I am obsessed because it's like, it's so obvious what they're doing. And Candace is like, why would I entertain this? Like, this is so fucking embarrassing for you guys. Mia saying the quiet part out loud in her confessional when she says that oh. Candace and Wendy are like eight plus uh-huh. and, and Deborah is a 4.5. And then she goes, that is, she's cute. She's cute. But she's not like cute. It is so rude, but like. God, I've become a Mia Stan Dylan. I love this woman. She gives Larsa Pippen energy in the way that like she just like throws things out there and like she just like owns her shit and she's like yeah you know uh we had sex with a woman the night before our wedding um that's just what happened and everyone's like what are you talking about and she's like i don't know just also i thought i thought she was well within her rights to sort of call out karen for bringing this um look at the vagina with the with the flashlight thing back to the group it's like ben platt and um no it's a What's his name? Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle. Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle. That's who it is. Yeah. <laughs> it. I mean, that was messy of Karen to tell that to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And you Mia's know, perfect housewife for right, bringing that up. I don't think up. Mia is like deeply hurt by it. I don't think she's wildly offended. But I think it makes sense that she's like, "Girl, that was a secret." <laughs> and also, just like the way that Mia handles these situations really is such a perfect housewife in my opinion like she's bringing it up in such a public way putting Karen on blast like (laughs) she's doing her job she's clocked the fuck in she's brought on her friend we're going to see the demise of that friendship can't wait to see that because they have the strangest dynamic that sit down at at their house where they're like Gordon do you want to sit in the middle does Gordon want to sit in the middle Gordon's upset Gordon's sad Gordon like what is happening here it was crazy. Yeah, a baffling relationship. Um, Karen, I love it. Karen calling Jacqueline Mia and Gordon's build a puss project. I I, I don't have words. <laughs> I mean, truly, 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 these women just kill me. Kill me. Like, no one is doing it like them. I'm sorry. Like, yes, Miami is gold. Love, love, love. They're in like a league of their own. Like, they're just two separate shows to me. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not, that's almost like not even Housewives. I don't know what that is, but it's amazing. This is like, these women are just casually throwing out some of the funniest one liners. Like, I just love them. And I think they're with the Mia and Jacqueline (laughs) thing and the women kind of how they're showing interested in this there is one interpretation of it that feels a little bit slut shamey and like i have thought about that the, the way they're talking about you know being in the shower together have you hooked up like xyz it, mm-hmm. like there's a part of it that feels a little bit like it's not your business mm-hmm. it, who cares if mia hooked up with a woman or whatever but then on the other hand it's like it is fucking weird the way that they yeah. are interacting with each other and the way that they're bringing their relationship, the friendship, whatever you want to call it, into the group. Mm-hmm. And when people have questions, they're not getting straight answers. Mia's being cagey about things. Mm-hmm. Like when. And they're when, both being weird. Like they're right, both when like, they well, asked, I don't know what Mia has said. I don't know what Jacqueline has said. Right. When the women were asking Jacqueline about it and she was like, well, you'd have to ask Mia, like if we've ever hooked up or if I've ever hooked up with 
her and Gordon, and then they ask Mia, and Mia's like, "What?" And yeah, they're like, "Well, Jacqueline told us to ask you," and she's like, "Oh no!" Oh, it's she like, did. There's like a calculation going on mm-hmm. behind the eyes that it's like, okay, well, if if Jacqueline said to gotta ask, get our story straight, they already did. Jacqueline already say something, and I'm supposed to corroborate, or am I supposed to say nothing, or am I supposed to just make something up? Like it is very weird, and I think that. Obviously. Well, there's also a weird like tension between them. Like, yeah. Where they're like almost they almost hate each other. <laughs> like, I can't figure it out. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't always think Giselle is a- is acting in good faith, or you know, n- sometimes she's messy just for the sake of it. But in this mm-hmm. case, I do sort of feel like no, I would be extremely confused if this relationship was being brought into my friend group. Oh, for sure. Especially just the way that sometimes Jacqueline will talk about Mia or Mia will talk about Jacqueline. And then, but then they say how much they love each other and that they have seen each other's vaginas. Like it's giving strange vibes mm-hmm. for sure. I am so excited for this trip to Mexico. So I, it feels to like see Karen get that mad. Like mm-hmm. I am riveted. It's interesting. I feel like because a lot of the time, the trip on a housewife season is built up so much in the previews and stuff where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the thing we've been waiting for. We kind of already know what's going to happen, but I'm excited to sort of see it unfold. I feel like we don't know. I know nothing. We haven't, they haven't needed to tease this Mexico trip because so much has happened leading up to it in the season. Like mm-hmm. Miami was a whole thing in and of itself when that was like the, quote unquote, small trip of the season. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're going into this Mexico trip, we know we're going to get Karen and Sharice stuff happening. We know we're going to get Mia and Jacqueline going off the rails in their mm-hmm. relationship. But I still don't really feel like I'm like overhyped for this trip in a way Same. that I think is really refreshing. I'm yeah, I'm really, really excited. Oh, and they're going to have a Oh my god, they're probably filming their reunion in the next couple weeks. I love I, when the I love when housewives go to Mexico. There's something in the water there. I mean, they can't drink the water, but there's something <laughs> something there's in the te- something it's tequila. In it's the tequila. tequila. <laughs> like they just turn into like these wild animals, like oh, in OC and like um New York. They just yeah. look so crazy. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we've had a lot of Mexico trips. It seems like mm-hmm. that is kind of the But I want the Potomac women in Mexico. Yes. I I get the sense that that's probably the easiest international trip to pull off post COVID. Yeah. Um, but I'm not complaining about it because you know they're going to be in a beautiful location. They're going to mm-hmm. get drunk. They're going to fight. They're going to have fun times. I can't what, wait. What could you want? No, literally, like I, nothing more. Manifesting. I'm so excited. Manifesting I, a Mexico trip for the Salt Lake City women at some point in the future when they well, can now finally. That Jen's gone. They can go international. I know that's the one that's the one silver lining is like we can finally get a real fucking housewives trip that's not just Arizona roller roller skating in San Diego oh my god so bleak (sighs) well well I'm glad I'm glad we have some things to look forward to in 2023 it's not all bad we're kicking off the new year right yeah except for our uh except for our technical difficulties but you know well yeah I've already forgotten about that. Water under the water on under the bridge. Literally. Um, Sam, what a way to kick off the year. For for our listeners who aren't already aware, let them know where they can find you and follow you. You can follow there's a lot of places. You yeah, can just... follow me. You can follow me at Bravo Historian. You can follow me at Betches Brides. You can follow me at Take Your Zoloft on Twitter. 
Amazing. Well, I'm so glad to have you on the show. Lots of exciting things coming up and, you know, it's going to be a good year. So make sure you are following, subscribed, whatever you want to call it to the show, Mm -hmm. wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. You can follow me at Dylan Hafer. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.